Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I've got great news, Jordan. I'm ready to hear it. Jordan, how does it feel to be essentially as popular as Keyboard Cat? Oh, I thought you were going to uh, tell me about Jesus. <laughs> Usually when someone starts a sentence with, uh, I've got some good news. I was stoked because I've forgotten some things about Jesus, and I was really hoping you were going to just give me a little crash course, a little he refresher. Turned, he turned a few fish in loves into many fish in loves. Cool. And he taught a man to fish. Man, this is way better than that keyboard cat thing you were getting at. <laughs> I would keep hearing more about this. Here's, here's, sure. what, here's what I'm actually talking okay. about. I'm talking about Full Short. Mm-hmm. Full Short, which you created on this program sure. last week. With my brain. Is sweeping the internet. Mm-hmm. Well, let's introduce our guest. Yeah. Uh, you know him as a beloved internet blogger, uh, tweeter, on-camera personality. He hosts his own app. Is that something? Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah, I guess you could say John that. Yelp. <laughs> yes. Alex Jerry Black. Shazam. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's me, Jerry Shazam. Okay, Jerry. App Shazam. Okay, Jerry, Jerry. Da, 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 da. That's all I got. That is the Culture Clubs. Mm-hmm. I love you, love you, love you. Check out Shazam. Yeah. I just made that up. I don't think that's really a song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about this? I'm feeling hot, hot, hot. That is Caliente. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. God damn it. Pretty good, right? Shazam is amazing. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. No wonder that app's so popular. Yeah. Alex Black, last week on the program, we were discussing difficult to decipher license plates, and Jordan said, oh, you mean like if it says full chort or something like that. Full chort. Full chort. Yeah. And the response to full chort has been... Absolutely overwhelming. Sure. I am awed by the response to Full Chort. In both camps, positive and confused. <laughs> I, am in the, I am in the latter camp. What is Full Chort? It's, it's so nonsense, We should clarify. And why is it, it would be like It fire? would be the most confusing thing to see on a license plate. Yes. Because it's not just, real words. Right. right. So it's just Full like, is a real word. Sure, sure. I get it now. So you're just saying a, a, a willfully uh, yes. ambiguous... Non-phrase, phrase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. If you go Full on, short. if you go on Twitter right now, <laughs> kind of fun to say. It's search for the hashtag hashtag Full Chort. Mm-hmm. People are taking this Full Chort. Yeah, this it's is going Full Chort. This is going absolutely Full Chort right now. Uh, one of our listeners, I mentioned on the program last week that anyone who actually got a license plate that said Full Chort on it. And we discussed spelling, I think, either on the air or on the forum. Mm-hmm. And I decided that in an eight-character state like California, I think F-L-C-H-O-R-T is, is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, or F-U-L-C-H-O-R-T. Um, and uh, the great news is Joe Bluebaugh, mm-hmm. one of our listeners. Went full short. He went full <laughs> short. He ap- He's applied to the state of California to grant him a full short license plate. He says it takes six to eight weeks. Fantastic. So I will be responsible for fi- flying Joe from wherever it is that he lives. I don't know. 
here to Los Angeles to attend a taping of Jordan Jesse Go. And he's not the only one. I've heard from a couple of other people who are who are actively pursuing full short license. Wow. I'm wondering because uh, the story I told about the uh, about if the, the the DMV thinks it's dirty, you need an explanation. I'm wondering right. what if they have to explain full short and how they did it. We should yeah. come up with an explanation. Of yeah, a hypothetical beloved granduncle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Jack, yeah, that was Jack Chort. <laughs> yeah, that was that was their name before Ellis Island changed right. it. <laughs> right. Well, no, I, I, before Ellis Island, it was it was uh, Fulmer Chortensky. Sure. Yeah. I want to like, see. Oh, let's make it more American. Just full chort. I want to see full chort become like a rap song, and then I want somebody to have to say full chort is tearing up the charts. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. I, I think, see... Alex, you may have just brought a raft of raft songs down upon us. Uh, I would be so happy if that happens. There was a Sound of Young America rap song uh, that a, a kind gentleman recorded and sent to me. A competent rap song. Jesse, I don't mean to be getting a big head here, but I don't even want it to just be a song. Mm. I want it to be a, a concept album movement. <laughs> That sweeps well, already a social that sweeps across the young people, like like on the, the streets. We are the ninety nine percent. Yeah, just, just like, like Occupy people Wall getting Street. chorted up. You know yeah. what I mean? Chorted out. Well, I think I think in a way, I think in the in the same way that hashtag YOLO mm-hmm. as exactly. popularized by rapper rapper singer Degrassi star Drake came from the bottom. Right. Just to say, Canadian did, did Drake dramatic television, and now we full short. <laughs> Drake Drake invented YOLO. Eh, I don't think he invented YOLO, but he made YOLO the phenomenon yeah. okay. that it became. Yeah. He may have invented YOLO, but I don't think okay. he invented YOLO. I think he just made it a thing. In the same way that you invented full short, mm-hmm. and it's our friend Alex Black <laughs> who's going to ta- yeah. yeah, who's bringing it. You're to the, the Drake people. in this yeah. situation. Alex is a I'm certified the Drake in every situation. <laughs> Alex Black is a certified social media consultant. Yeah, I am. that he, is one facet. This is this is a guy who knows about Twitter. He knows about LinkedIn. Yeah, he knows he knows how to goose your SEO. Absolutely. Can you SEO full short for yeah, us? Yeah. Well, I think we need to start by optimizing your key tags on sure. all of your sites, <laughs> making sure that you're you know when you search full short, which right. sounds like everybody's doing right now. Right. Yeah. You no, there's definitely. We, I don't just that. want because here's the thing. I want full short <laughs> to be the next BuzzFeed. Yeah, it should be. Top five chorts. Top 27 <laughs> chorts that happened when you chorted. Sure. Yeah. The 90- favorite, favorite chorts of the 90s. Favorite yeah. chorts of the 90s. Where are these chorts at today? Yeah. These Nickelodeon chorts. Yeah. <laughs> Salute your chorts. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. We did it, Jordan. <laughs> we did finally. The internet is ours. Anyway. Time I'm- to fuck it. I'm super excited about it. I just want to thank everyone sure. who's made Full Chort such a phenomenon. Not least Sonny D. As we were walking out of the studio at the end of last week's mm-hmm. program, Sonny D., our producer, turned his computer around to face me. And while he was, I guess, apparently not listening to us, <laughs> produce the show that we pay him to produce, um, he had designed a Full Chort t-shirt. Just full on, in the course of us talking about full short, he was so inspired, he went full short and made <laughs> a... Say, remember, salute your shorts <laughs> from earlier? And he made a full short t-shirt, which mm-hmm. we, I, look, I got on the phone with the people at Topedico. Yeah. It's our merchandising partner. Yeah. I said, Jeffrey, let's do this. Yes. 
This is a this is priority one. Yeah, Jeffrey, I told him. Look at that glass. Is that glass full chort or half chort? <laughs> sure. What are you gonna do? And he put it up, so it's up in the Max Fun Store already. That's how fast our turnaround is. Wow. When we're when we're surfing on top of a cultural phenomenon, will like a media empire? Will Max? we have a T-shirt worthy catchphrase this episode? Who knows? Well, only time will tell. Yeah. In the meantime, go to maxfunstore.com and buy our current T-shirt. Sure. That's how we'll be enriched. Mm-hmm. Will you? We'll plow that money back into full chart marketing. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Definitely, you're definitely going to want to reinvest in the chort. You know, I want to reach influencers. Yeah. Do you My, have any ideas yeah. about how I can do that? Yeah, absolutely. Can you I know. give you an example? Sure. Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> you can get Dikembe Mutombo in a full chort jersey short combo. Uh huh. I think you can be on something. I would also suge- suggest Bo Jackson. <laughs> Bo Jackson? Well, I mean, well, right now he's doing a lot of bow hunting, right. apparently, if right. the Bo Jackson 30 for 30 is any indication, yeah. which is a very hot activity. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I was going to say, what are your feelings, Alex? I don't know if this would help, but I'm thinking street team. A street, a, a full short street team. Yeah, I like it. Like, like, like getting out there and just tagging stuff IRL in real life. Yeah, sure. The, out on the corner. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about influencers that we could reach, and maybe the street team would be a good way to reach those influencers. Mister Belding. Yeah. Can yeah. I suggest that? I, I know. Uh, I know the guy who wrote Tuesdays with Maury. So oh. perfect. I feel like he could be into the full short phenomenon. You know who's a. How about this? You know who's a Jordan Jesse Go listener? Who? Liz Gilbert, the author of Eat, Pray, Love. There you go. And that's not even a joke. I yeah. mean, it's a joke that because you this wouldn't whole think thing so. is a joke. Yeah, no, 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 it's not, no, 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 no. no. It's Jesse. a joke because she's a, she's an extraordinarily successful mm-hmm. author and a great lady. She probably shouldn't waste her time listening to our program. Sure, she does listen though. Talk to her about it. Elizabeth, if you're out there, I just want to say one thing. She Hashtag is out there. I just said that. Short. Hashtag, let's short this, Liz. Let's do this. It was very kind of you to send me a thoughtfully inscribed copy of your new novel. But, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. <laughs> let's chop it up and short it right now. Do you know Dikembe <laughs> off, a stri- off a stripper's chits. <laughs> <laughs> well... We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if we'll see if the rest of this program. Do you think Liz Gilbert could stuff to get paper tumbo? That would be pretty cool if she could. That would be really cool. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> Hi, this is Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland, reminding you to listen to Dave Hill's podcasting incident, what critics are already calling basically the greatest podcast of all time, and you can ask anyone. And what makes it even better is that it's now part of the incredible Maximum Fun Network, which is great for me. They sent me a t-shirt, and so far the sex has been incredible. Anyway, you can listen to it on iTunes or by going to MaximumFun.org, the popular website on the internet. Dave Hill's podcasting incident. It's pretty much just like me making out with your ears or something. Okay, thanks. Bye.
It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Alex Blagg, full short. Let's address the fact. Okay, we're that, gonna talk about it. Let's address the fact that Alex Blagg is here. <clears throat> He's wearing shower shoes. Very dignified. Swim trunks. <laughs> Elegant swim trunks. We may have misrepresented what's going on here today to Alex to get him to come. Yeah. Did did you Alex, did Jordan tell you that this was a jacuzzi party? Yeah, I thought there were going to be hot tubs. Mm. I thought... uh... I specifically said, think the grotto at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean... I'm not going to need my beach towel, am I? No. Sonny D's showing his tits. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And there is a little bit of James Caan's cum in here. (laughs) Oh, good. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) That's just coincidental because we rented the studio out to James Caan as a cum receptacle. (laughs) Have you guys explained that a hundred times on this show? The the cum receptacle situation? Yeah, the James Conn's cum. We always have to I mean we always have to explain it to guests because sure. they see the cum, they recognize it. Yeah. And they're wondering what the circumstances were. Right. We just say, you know, Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He put an ad on Craigslist, James Conn seeks cum receptacle. Wow. <laughs> He's like, that's not a derogatory term for a person. Yeah. I want an actual <laughs> structure. Thing. Yeah. He had this the headline on it was a clean, well lighted place to jizz. <laughs> 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 Sorry, legendary actor James Conn. Hey. Maybe we should have done with this with your son, Scott yeah. Conn. Yeah. I was gonna say his hair, Scott Conn's hair seems like Jim, James Conn's <laughs> <Con's laughs> yeah. That's terrible. I'm yeah. sorry if you're out there, Jimmy Conn. That's how it that's how it holds so well when he's surfing yeah. on Hawaii Five O. Yeah. But you are literally wearing swim trunks yes, right now. I am Jesse Thorne. I uh I was at a pool party before this, all right? You know, I have a busy sure. life full of all kinds of activities. <laughs> it was a hot day in Los Angeles today. It was, that's true. I was eating hot dogs off the grill, swimming in the pool, I had an ice cream cake. Sounds classic. You, know what I you mean? ate an entire ice cream cake? Half of it. Yes. Wow, I prepared it. Well. Yeah. Hey, can you I tell you made guys about the it? ice cream cake? Would you? Cake? I would. Let's about talk it. about I'm, this cake. Ice okay. cream cake, to me, doesn't seem like something a lay person could make. It I assume. so easy. Tell us. Okay, how do you if, do it? If the chair would recognize me for a moment. Jesse. I move that we table James Com, James James Conn's come. Mm-hmm. And move on to new business. Yeah. Specifically, uh, the ice cream cake that Alex Blagg apparently made. James Conn's cum actually figures into the ice cream cake. <laughs> Hello. Well, no, oh, we haven't voted yet. That is I. just a joke. Um, <laughs> I was going to do it by unanimous consent, but I appreciate <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Go ahead, I Alex. have the floor. Yeah. yeah I rec- <laughs> the chair recognizes Alex Blagg. Wonderful. Well, I uh, I decided this morning that it's a hot day. It'd be a great mm-hmm. day for an ice cream cake. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way that you do it is you buy a frozen <clears throat> pound cake. Pretty much any grocery store has them. Like a the Sara Lee? Yeah, like a Sara Lee okay. frozen pound cake. And you slice it thin, long ways, mm-hmm. all right? So you get these strips of pound cake. You put that in a long pan. Wait, and, what does long ways mean? You mean horizontally? Yes, horizontally. Okay, so, so you, yeah, yeah, the yeah, way okay. you wouldn't normally slice it to serve it. Yeah, the against other, the tallness yes, of the cake. Yes, against gotcha. the tallness of the cake. So you end up with these long rectangular strips of frozen pound cake. It's a yeah. lot easier to slice it while it's still frozen. Then you need to layer on your ice creams and your layers. So mine was a... Uh, ben and Jerry's cinnamon roll ice cream on the bottom layer. Mm, okay. All right. Then some more pound cake. Macadamia nuts. Maca- no. 
pecans. Pecans. Oh. Candied pecans yeah. or standard pecans? Uh, standard pecans, maybe toasted, I think. Okay. Um, with uh, then sweet cream ice cream, some this cinnamon. Little... Two kinds of ice cream. Yeah, two kinds of ice cream. Huh. Then uh, I chopped up an actual cinnamon roll, layered that, and then I did another layer of the sweet cream ice cream with pecans, cinnamon, and caramel. How do you form this? Because you're – okay, so – are you, you making it a in a bunt? You're making it in a bunt cake pan, aren't you? Yeah, it's like well, it's like the same shape as no, it's not a bunt cake pan. It's the same I shape love as bunt the cake pans. Why didn't you make it in a bunt cake Lee pan? One, because that would be so complicated because you have to cut it in that like weird. Bunt well, you cake cut it shape. sort of bicycle spoke style, right? That would be a very cool innovation. It's a really cool project. A very cool mm-hmm. project for a Saturday. For Do you sure. like refreeze it so yes, it okay? Yes. So you get the ice cream soft huh. so you can spread it with a spatula and mm-hmm. then you get once you have it all together you put it back in the freezer for another hour and then it resets. Sounds and then delicious. It's a beautiful ice cream cake. And, and this you one, have to find a pan that's the same size as the, your Sara Lee? Mo, there, well, I yeah, there's like a it's like kind of like a like pan that you would make like banana bread in you know mm-hmm. and then i actually had to cut about an inch off the ends of the sarah lee to make those sheets fit mm-hmm. but it worked it worked beautifully or well, what was the what was the reception at the uh um people were astounded they were blown away i think at the quality of my no holds barred <laughs> cinnamon roll multi-layered yeah. ice cream cake homemade i look like a real hero guys i bet i look like a real star can i just I just want, I don't mean to move backwards here, but okay. it seems weird to me that you didn't bring us any ice cream cake. Well, I would have, but it would have melted because it took me a half an hour to get here from you, the valley. You don't yeah. have a freezer in your car? I don't have a freezer in my car. I've should thought put about a freezer it. In I, should, your car. I got the Prius car 4. Freezer. I think the Prius 5 that has the freezer. Right. Well, the Prius 5 the has bag. the kegerator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you say you chopped up a cinnamon roll, did you also bake cinnamon rolls to no, chop up? Was no, this just no. like I a just Pillsbury? To, no, I actually just went to the grocery store and in the bake bake oh, okay. section they I just got the... bought a cinnamon roll this and chopped m- it up. This may be the most impressive act of no cooking cooking. Exactly. That's the beauty of it. You don't have to cook. You don't do anything. You're just combining ingredients in a beautiful way. Hmm. Layers. So this is more about like instinct rather than skill. And it's about knowing what flavors to combine. I sure. created a a, you know, holistic <laughs> cinnamon roll ice cream cake. Sure. You really knowing... created a flavor system. Yeah, exactly. Did you vision board the flavor system? Uh no, I mean in my mind, yes, of course. You match profiles. Yeah, absolutely. Talked about yeah, I, I had a layer of crunchy, that's what those pecans were. Mm-hmm. Synergy. Mm-hmm. I felt like the sweet cream would balance the uh the cinnamon roll ice cream. How did the um, what keeps the pecans in there? Um, you, you just put, you just sprinkle them on top of the layer, and then you put another layer of ice cream on top of it. Right, the ice cream kind of pushes yeah. into it. Yeah. Do you have to squish it together like a panini pan? No, because it's because it's, the ice cream is soft. When you refreeze it, it kind of takes on a singular uh, consistency. You ever make panini? Yeah, I mean, you know what? I'll throw a sandwich under a pan and flatten her out. <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> Maybe a little pesto on there. Yeah, put a little pesto. Who on Who the there. fuck cares? Huh? Salami. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, it's the 90s. Yeah, absolutely. One time I went to a party at your house, Alex Blagg. You did? Yeah, I did. And uh, I remember, I think you I were not that. invited. It was great. It was a great time. <laughs> just showed up. It was fucking weird. <laughs> well, I heard that shit was going down at Blagg's house. Yeah. You think I'm not going to fucking be there, dude? <laughs> of course you are. You can't He's got the Prius 4, which has the t-shirt cannon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. So guys, we should do drive-bys with a T-shirt <laughs> and a Prius 4. Yeah. Just like quietly creeping through <laughs> neighborhoods yeah. like on the electric The hills of Silver Lake. People would love just that. Just that sort of. Yeah. And you know what should be on those T-shirts? Full yeah. short. That's one situation to where when you hit an innocent bystander, they're stoked. Yeah, absolutely. It's not a tragedy that rocks a neighborhood. Well, there's probably a second one. They're like, hey, wait. Oh, cool. Oh, what? Sweet. What? Free pool. What's Court this shirt? mean? <laughs> the headline would read, high school football star enjoys full short t-shirt <laughs> thanks to drive-by. And then the, the headline below that is slow news day. <laughs> uh. Obama's really not up to much, says the thing. I went, when I, okay, now let's, okay, sure. so yeah, let's you, talk about this party I went to. You came to my house. I came to your beautiful home in Venice, California, a, a beautiful uh, community of profoundly uh, affluent, self-centered hippie types. Where I no longer live. Oh, too bad. It was a lovely home. It was home. nice. Yes. It was a lovely home. Yes. You've become less self-centered, so yeah. you've moved away. And less affluent. Mm-hmm. So Less colonics. Yeah. <laughs> less everything. Um, and you had, for this party, not only had you and your beautiful wife prepared a variety of foods, mm-hmm. delicious foods, mm-hmm. the kind of food that you actually want to eat, mm-hmm. not some couscous bullshit. Yeah, none of that bullshit. Absolutely not. Shit with mayonnaise in it. We had like barbecue nachos, I think. <laughs> and you had imported barbecued meats. Yes. We had barbecue shipped to us from Tennessee. Hmm. Uh, I regularly get entire cases of barbecue sauce sent to me from Gates Barbecue in Kansas City, Missouri, because I firmly believe it is the best barbecue sauce in the world. Sorry for giving them a free ad, but it is. <laughs> It's really good. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 food is one of those things that I just uh, – not even in like a precious – like what you're saying, like a precious foodie way. I just – it's like the thing that I like the most and so I, I uh, will sure. sometimes just be ridiculous about you know having it sent to me over the internet. You like a, you like a Kansas City barbecue sauce? That's a sort of a, a slightly saltier than it is yeah. sweet barbecue sauce. It's more spices. Sauce. Yeah. yeah. It's like a little – sometimes spicier but yeah, definitely kind of a more complex spice flavor. Not, a, not sweet, a little bit vinegary. But not, but still has the kind of thick red barbecue sauce consistency. Consistency. I like Memphis style barbecue pork, but sometimes the sauce in Memphis I think is too sweet. You're from Memphis, correct? Yeah, I grew up in in, in Memphis, Tennessee. You you think that sauce is too sweet? I think it can be. A lot of people down there a little heavy handed with the brown sugar when they're making mm. their barbecue sauce. Mm. I not like a thing. sweet sauce. I like a sweet sauce. I'll tell you, my dad's from Kansas City. Yeah. I went to Kansas City with him once. Um, you know, he doesn't he doesn't have family that lives there anymore. But we went there on like a you know this is where I grew up type trip. Mm-hmm. And um, like that last episode of Mad Men. Yeah, you got <laughs> it. And I ate barbecue there, and I remember thinking, "Yeah, I don't like this. Too salty." Yeah, it, no, you, that's that's a valid. Uh, criticism of that kind of barbecue it is very salty i love salt i love salt and i love sugar pretty much anything like that'll kill me i love it butter butter all that stuff guys you know what i had the other day for the first time in a while speaking of nostalgia and childhood flavors went to the baseball game got some cracker jack Mm -hmm. that's what you do right sure yeah someone took me out to the ball game sure handful one of cracker jack delicious 
handful two of Cracker Jack Shattered it a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> the first handful of that was so good. I'm like, I am going to plow through this bag. I'll probably even buy another bag of this. Well, you've largely, I mean, to be fair, you've largely abandoned refined sugars. Sure. Yeah, and, and so I think that was part of it. Caramel food. Yeah. Yeah. Was it just, I mean, it just, it, it was, it, yeah, it was all, it was too, like, was it I might sweet? as well have, like, had a mouthful of vinegar. Mm. Like of, like, yeah, it was, it was really bad. I still, mm. like, it's in my house. I have, like, a, a paper clip on the bag, and I feel like I'll eat two a day, and then I can't. Like I want, I don't want to just throw it out. Like was it, it feels like weird. Actual, and I also want to get the prize. Was it Cracker Jack brand? It was Cracker Jack brand Cracker Jack. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, like a... yeah, it was a real, it was a real bummer. I, I felt like I, I, uh, you know, have have gone over a hump in my life because I can't enjoy an entire bag of Cracker Jack. Can I ask this question, please? What's your fucking problem, Cracker Jack Company? <laughs> Since when yeah. is a fucking Two-inch by two-inch connect-the-dots puzzle a fucking prize. Yeah. The kind of bullshit Mm -hmm. that they pass off as a prize in a product defined by its prizes. At the – how much – could it possibly cost yeah. to put a parachute man in Last there? Last time I ate Cracker Jacks, I got like a I got a box of Cracker Jacks. My prize was just a picture of Thomas Jefferson, and on the other side it said like seventeen eighty nine. That was it. <laughs> just a year. Yeah, just like, a year. But like they couldn't even spring for, for a, a factoid. Fact. Just know? here's a year he was around. <laughs> yeah, Thomas was Jefferson was alive in this year. Yeah. The problem is the Cracker Jack completists mm. try to get every Jefferson year. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> the hologram Jefferson. Yeah. <laughs> and he died at 75, you know? So mm-hmm. that's a lot of. You got 1789, you got 1790, 1791, 1792. So many years. Should I give you guys some life. more examples? I'd love three more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't, you know, honestly, without having it in front of me. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you need the buyer's guide. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The Beckett. The, the Beckett. Beckett sure, yeah. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, or the wizard guide for fantasy Jefferson. (laughs) We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go is brought to you by a darkly hilarious debut novel by Dan Kennedy, American Spirit. Actually, he's here with me today to tell you about it himself. Hi, Jordan. Um, So, yeah, American Spirit is about a 40 something guy named Matthew, and he goes on this vision quest to um, figure out his life when his life kind of falls apart. And he's pretty depressed, but he does some pretty (laughs) weird shit because of that to make sense of his life. Um, But he's also a spirited character in the end, and I like to think you get a little snapshot of why America is a really kind of beautiful place in the process. And there's also a gun, mild hallucinogens. Um, They roll an RV in Yellowstone Park. There's international air travel. There's sex with a gorgeous agent whose clients are polite boys in vampire movies. It's uh, it's the full package. Dan Kennedy is the host of the Moth Podcast, a great writer and a great friend of our show. So go grab his book today. Thanks, Jordan. My pleasure. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Alex Blagg. 
You want to have a nickname? Oh, was I supposed to say You can have a nickname. Yeah. Uh, Come on, this ain't your first rodeo, Black. Uh, you know, I didn't think, I didn't like brainstorm much of nicknames. Okay, okay, Jordan. You're no Steve Ag. That's no. Steve Ag came with tons of nicknames. nicknames. Yeah. Steve you know, Ag was fucking prepared. Next time, why don't you guys say, hey, have a bunch of nicknames? I don't know. Maybe you could just listen to the program. I've listened for to the program. <laughs> I've listened to the program. I think I've not listened. I've been listening to this program sure. since like 2004 or something. So that's, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's a lie. Yeah. It's not a lie. <laughs> I've, I've, I'm not a completist. I haven't listened. Do you have to the every 2004 episode. hologram car? <laughs> <laughs> I have. A, I definitely have my uh, maximum fun Beckett. We, I, yeah, <laughs> I check different podcast prices from certain years. Sure, if you, I mean, you have if you have an older MP3. Yeah, yeah, that can that can fetch a lot at podcast. I've got a Santa Cruz era Sound of Young America. Whoa. That very much impresses okay. people okay. When, I, when I break it out. Yeah. You know, uh, Alex, got, you've got track lighting on yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Alex appeared on The Sound of Young America in the Santa Cruz years. He did. The produced in San Francisco airing in Santa Cruz years. Yeah. So he's he's got OG credentials. I was <laughs> thinking about it this morning, actually, and I feel like I when <laughs> I, I remember driving down from San Francisco to, to record our little, our little uh, bit that we did there, and I think I had like – a girl with me that was like visiting town and I was like, I got to go to Santa Cruz to do this. Like this, I guess it was, I don't even know if it was a call to podcast then. Was well, it just a was, radio show? This was, may have been pre podcast when the first time you came down, but at the time you were doing, you were, you started, just started doing bits on the alternative rock station <laughs> yeah. in San Francisco, Mad- Madden, Live 105. Madden from Live 105. Yeah. We have fun, huh? That is fun. Yeah. Just fun reminiscences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? The good old days. Anyway, I guess what I'm saying is, Alex, could you and your wife please make me some potato salad? Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Next topic, Jordan. Yes. How are you, sir? I want to check in with you. Jesse, well, here's 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 what I've been up to. Uh, I have been uh, on, on the job search doing a lot of talk show packets. Oh, so This sure. is what you do when a talk show needs a writer. You sit down, you write a bunch of topical jokes, sketches, monologue. Guest guest bits, whatever they need. Mm-hmm. Uh, credits, end credits. Viral to, phenomena. If viral you're phenomena. Jimmy Fallon program. <laughs> sure, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Different, shit, different shit 17 year olds and moms will mm-hmm. like. <laughs> yeah, different uh, video games Jimmy Fallon could play. Uh-huh. Do you do japes? Do you have to put any japes in there? Okay, more JPEGs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but for Jimmy Fallon. Sure. Um, so something that that I have found really works for this kind of work for me is doing it at the library. Oh. So I'll go down to the library. I feel like if I'm at my house too long, I'll get a lot of, like, cat distractions. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it, uh, like, just a lot of general snuggling will kind of cut into my work time. Plus, you're free to look at pornography anytime you want when you're home alone. You know, you joke, but that's it's actually a factor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm joking. But, the, <laughs> but yes, my, that is a real The sure. reason it's a joke is because of the truth at the center right, of yes. it. yes. In a situation where you have un, literally unfettered access to yeah. pornography. You have unfettered access to pornography in a library, too. Well, but, that, well that'll come, that'll, I'll, I'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so the library's been great, and it's like, there's a little, when I need a little break, you take a walk around the library, you check out uh, nonfiction. Fiction. Sure. Magazines. Reference. Reference. Sure. Um, Microfiche. Yeah. Uh, Mother Goose's story time. Microfilm. Yeah. If you're at the the library on San Vicente, you check out their photography exhibit, Uh uh, Lesbian Families of the Deep South. Yeah. It's a great photography exhibit. I recommend it. Sounds like a good exhibit. Yeah. San Vicente. How would you compare it to exhibit? 
<laughs> um, I mean, it didn't help me think of ideas for what to do to my car. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I did spray paint some lesbians on it. And it's not so a Los I guess Angeles underground hip-hop legend. Right, exactly. Uh, so I was, I, was at this, I was at this library writing some japes. Uh, and I noticed one of the guys on the computer terminal. This is a, um, you know, uh, I would say late thirties African American guy, kind of dressed, dressed, dressed to like hang out. Uh, what are we talking about? Like a sweatsuit? Not a, no, just like just kind of just kind of hot weather shorts t shirt. Just like a just, like a swimming trunks. Yeah, like fun fun hat. Yeah, fun five, hat. Five panel cap. Just a normal Saturday outfit. This guy was just watching Twerkin videos. <laughs> um, and I, and, but not in a thoughtful way. Well, he was at the library. He might Did have been have, doing research. Yeah, that's a, what I was thinking. Like, is this, guy, is this guy turned on by these Twerkin videos or is he researching some sort of Twerkin documentary? Some yeah. sort of, you know, uh, one of those books where you embed yourself with a group, you know? Maybe, maybe that's what this guy. He was doing a packet for a late night show called Twerkin. He, man, After maybe he Dark. was. Maybe we could have been going in for the same late night show. Twer- twerking, if if you don't know, is a popular dance that involves vibrating your butt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I work for about half an hour, get up to do my lap around the library, mm-hmm. check in on this guy, still watching twerking videos. This guy's really twerking it. <laughs> I was there. For two hours, and when I left, he was still watching twerking videos. <laughs> this guy was more dedicated to this than I was to writing. Like he took fewer breaks from this than like he was more focused on this than I feel like anything I've been focused on in a long time. You think that if anyone needed a bathroom break, yeah, I feel like <laughs> probably he no didn't even get up to go to the bathroom or jerk it in the bathroom. I feel like he woke up one day and uh-huh. was just like, I'm gonna watch all the twerking videos on the internet and I'm going to go to the library so I can focus on that singular task not be distracted with masturbating yeah, sure. or anything sure the cat and so he's just going to be there indefinitely until he hits the end of YouTube yeah he had his he had his Becker twerking video guide <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was so weird i'm like what is what is this guy i, I mean is this some sort of like uh, autism thing like is this a rain man thing where he has to watch all the twerking videos how can you watch that for that long that i mean granted he could have been clicking around mm-hmm. and just every time i happened to get up were these were these professional videos or or home videos which is to say is it possible yeah. that he was enjoying <clears throat> rap videos the subject matter of which was twerking a uh, good question. Thank from you. it, because it, it came up because to write this, uh, to write this packet that I was doing, I watched uh, this new Miley Cyrus video, which everybody says is super weird. That mm-hmm. included some twerking. So I looked over at the guy, like, huh? Mm-hmm. Eh? I'm, you know, well, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I thought about that. It looked like it was just people filming themselves with camera phones. Right. I can't be sure, but. Anyway, so yeah, I guess what is the explanation? Why do you watch that for that long? I can imagine watching videos for two hours of people jerking. Sure. <laughs> just not to say jerking in. No. Yeah, just jerking. Jerking is a different dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it l- would be less boring to watch for two hours. Yeah. Like by – I would think that at a certain point the, the shaking butts mm-hmm. would induce seizures. 
That's yeah, like a sure, like a like a Pokemon, <laughs> like a Pokemon cartoon, flashing Pokemon cartoon. Or you just start to get bored, and like the shaking butt just becomes your reality of you know, your, I don't, like, like. Do you think eventually, something. if you watch it enough, the butt stays still yeah, and everything else shakes around oh. it, like being on a boat, maybe kind mm-hmm. of where you, that just you, you start to it's getting your twerk legs. Yeah, sure, it's getting your twerk legs. So when he. When he left the library, he and he would just look at a stationary butt. It would appear to vibrate, right? Even yes. though it was not actually vibrating, right? Yeah, um, that is a positive side effect. Sure, yeah, a non-vibrating butt will. And I have a high tolerance for like butt a butt, oh, well, butt-related video, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, but I mean the you're a, stamina. You're a heterosexual gentleman. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, I'll watch a butt. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the stamina was really impressive, and the dedication. It made me feel like a feel like a chump that I was not as dedicated to my thing as he was to his. Yeah. Well, you know, some people have what they call a singular vision. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a passion that they pursue to the end of the earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, think of Werner Herzog. Sure. Just say he's an auteur. Yeah. Know, but his vision is just watching. Twerking videos. Do you think he would be willing to work for me as a full short consultant? Mm, well, I mean, what what qualifies him? I guess is what I want to know. Number one, he's going full short with watching twerking videos. Sure, mm-hmm. that's the main thing. I yeah, mean, he can bring <laughs> sure. he can bring that experience to the, to the table. Just like that mountain climber who cut off his own leg. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, he can go to. A Lions Club that's interested in going full short. Yeah. A Rotary. Mm. A Lady Lions Club. Sure. Yeah. And he can say, this is how I took my <clears throat> singular vision, pursued it with astonishing passion, and became the man I am today. You bring up an interesting point because, you know, you're only discussing full short in the context of full short. But what about people that need to go more short? You know mm, what I who mean? are and almost this guy there. could, like, go and, like, change people's lives by pushing them people who need to build their chort yeah that they just need more chort and somebody can identify where the chort is lacking and then help them build it right i think that's a good job i mean that is a good yeah like number one consulting is very highly paid work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. especially if it's business related like this is that's true Oh, also something that happened at the library was uh, I got some CDs to listen to while I was working. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got like four of them and I checked them out at the at the desk. And Did the, you bring your disc man? Yeah, I brought my disc man. Uh, I you know you put them on the computer and you can you can burn them on the hard drive while gotcha. you're there on sure. their CD ROMs. You might see, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the I checked out like four CDs and the lady's like, "So no books today." <laughs> it's pretty really? shitty, right? <laughs> That's a real dick move. Yeah, I feel like I wanted to like. I feel I felt like defensive in that moment. I'm like, hey, I I read, okay. I'm yeah, but no, I just said, uh, uh, yeah, me, me dumb. Anyway, so yeah, so I think this guy. I guess I guess my only thing about hiring this guy to go around is what I would ask him is, what have you produced because of this? Like, what's the end game? I wouldn't want to ask him that. Yeah, you wouldn't. Well, I'd be concerned about. What his answer might be. <laughs> I want to ask this guy everything. I, I honestly want to know what his life is and why he's doing this and what he's hoping to accomplish. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen a jerkin video? Uh-uh. Does that, how, would it, how, how involved is the butt? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of dudes jerking. It's mostly dudes jerking. Okay. And they don't have the kind of real estate required sure. in that department. There's a, it's like a, it's a popular form of straight dance. Okay. Mm. 
It's pretty good. Could you watch it for two hours uninterrupted in a library? I might be able to. Okay. I might be able to. It's a lot less sensual. Sure. I mean, I can see that's the appeal of the twerking videos, the sensuality. Mm-hmm. Right, but the problem is if your pants get tight, there's nothing <laughs> you can do about it. That's true. I saw – I mean, I, I can't believe I, this just occurred to me. I've not seen a lot of twerking videos, mm-hmm. but one of the ones I have seen somebody sent to me was uh, a young lady twerking in a library. What? <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I'm not making this up. The, We've just, reached the singularity. The funniest part of the video is it's, it's also kind of like a how-to video. She's like mm. showing people how to twerk, and then she goes to twer- twerking in the library – and then it just awkwardly cuts to her, and she goes, "Shh," like that. <laughs> Is and she talking to her butt? <laughs> I don't know who she's talking to, but uh, she does. She does this nice long shush while she's twerking. Hmm. I wish I could remember more of the video because you know, it just feels like it would be. Oh, so maybe level. this is maybe this is like pre-production. Well, I was gonna say maybe he's one of those guy, these guys who like goes to, you know, Jim Morrison's grave. Gotcha. It's or, like a pilgrimage. Yeah, right, exactly. Or people, you know, who want to see the house from a Christmas story. Right. Uh, or something like that. Maybe this, maybe the the library on San Vicente. It's like going to see the Ghostbusters firehouse. Sure, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right, the gotcha. Seinfeld diner. We could go all night. Yeah. But, yeah, okay, so maybe this is... The airport from Wings. <laughs> <laughs> Basically every I couldn't even say that whole thing. It made me so happy when I thought of it. When I went to Boston, it seems like every bar says it's the bar from Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. And it made it really confusing. Because I would want to go to the bar from Cheers, but it seems like every bar says that it's it. Well, I mean the one of the problems is that uh the bar from Cheers is a set in Los Angeles. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. One of the funniest ones of those to me is there's a place in Venice that's just like we're the fish taco place for my love you, man. <laughs> and they have like, oh, all yeah. this signage out there. Like like the whole world is like, where is that bar for my love you, man? <laughs> uh, don't they – isn't it that even kind of like a little – not a story point, but don't they, even they mention like these are the fish tacos? Yeah, but the irony is I think that was a – fictional thing in the story like there's not even a place that's known for good fish tacos yeah right they were just making that up because Los Angeles has good fish tacos but none of the places over sure yeah you don't definitely don't go to the Venice Boardwalk for its uh, for its food culture especially not its fish right yes for its fresh seafood seafood. (laughs) yeah that is a that is a that is a weird one. I've noticed that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, I bet they just just put the fish tacos on the menu after the yeah. movie came I, out. I mean, I get it for like the first year after that movie came out, but it yeah. just doesn't. I don't it know. was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. I'm nothing against that movie. It just it was a well executed, funny film. Sure. No was. conflict. But it also it's a I mean, conflict free movie. You're not stressed out at all. But I would. I just you watch them have fun. Well, there's the, there's the classic conflict: man versus rush. That's true. That's that is true. Yeah, but I wouldn't call that movie like a timeless classic. You know what I mean? It's not like the kind of movie that sticks with you, really. Right. Like I remember it fondly, but I don't think I will in ten years be like I'm gonna. I need to rewatch. I think, that I think you probably will. You think so? Yeah, Maybe. I think in 2020, people are going to be re- reevaluating. You know, I think. Look, 2009. Mm-hmm. People said, "I love you, man," is a charming diversion. Yes, with compelling, sure. compelling. And and funny leads, who are also uh, reasonably uh, attractive guys. Sure. 2020, I think there's going to be a groundswell. I think the cult mm. of "I love you, man" is building. <laughs> so you saying we maybe we weren't ready in 2009, right? Yeah, as well, a culture. Well, I think as our culture changes, I mean, if you see something like, uh, I mean, if you see, for example, the NSA 
data gathering program. Sure. And you think about that in the context of what I Love You Man was saying about male-male friendships. Yeah. Just four years earlier, yeah, five years earlier. I don't know when I Love You Man came out. Um, then I think you can really learn a lot if you think about it, think about it in the, in terms of the second term of the president. I mm. Love You Man is our generation's Blade Runner. I think, I think so. Yeah, That's sure. A really good point. I think so. I, I want to see the endless uh, director's cuts <laughs> of I Love You Man. There's a lot of different, a lot of different cuts of that. Yeah. yeah. So. Well. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Alex Blagg. You had time. Yeah, just. I just. I think, you know what I think? You're overthinking it. Maybe. Just let something come out. You know what? We watched the twerking at the library video in the break. Mm hmm. I enjoyed it. Me too. Lady, Me too. The lady in question, she gets it. Yeah. She's having a good time. A great time. And the and as we suspected, the shh, the finger to the lips was in response to her ass clapping. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. confirmed. Shushing yeah. her own ass. She <laughs> certainly she certainly wasn't shushing the Dick Francis novel she was reading. No. <laughs> Odd choice. Oh, and it starts well. with the little she does start the video. Outside the library, and she sings a song that goes, twerking at the Dropbox, twerking at, at the, the Dropbox, drop twerking at the Dropbox. <laughs> Jordan, I don't know. It's, you know, more and more twerkers these days are enjoying mm-hmm. racetrack-based <laughs> detective fiction. It's true. From the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, let's take a look up at the Jumbotron. First of all, we have a message from uh, our friend Dimitri Portnoy, a hey. long, long-time okay. booster, a man I have attended baseball games with, although we did not eat Cracker Jack, probably should have. We mm-hmm. were sitting in the all-you-can-eat section. Landon Hughes is an Iraq War veteran who came back with PTSD symptoms, and he's making a comic short film about it. He's also my wonderful sexy boyfriend, and he served under Don't Ask, Don't Tell. I'll tell you, this Landon, I met him. He was on Judge John Hodgman. Sure. Good-looking young man. Seems like an interesting fella. Good-looking young man. Mm -hmm. I can see what Dimitri sees in him. Okay. After years as a nurse, he's now gone to film school, making his thesis film, and he's funding it on Indiegogo. Uh, You may remember Dimitri and Landon from the uh, Judge John Hodgman case uh, about whether they should hold hands in public. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a a matter of contention between the two of them. Uh, You can go to... IGG.me slash at slash play. IG.me slash at slash play to uh, help support uh, help support Landon's movie. I think it's probably a worthy cause because I like that young man. Hey, and here's another here's another message for Matt from Lindsay. Happy 30th birthday, hubs. You are my favorite human being. Hope you enjoyed your first birthday as a San Franciscan. I love you so much. Uh, seems like it's un- intentionally misspelled. I expect the <laughs> hilarious ridicule that will follow the reading of this message. Love, wifey. That's just adorable. That's it's pretty true cute. Love. I don't love the pet name wifey. Makes me feel weird. Yeah. But if it's fun for them. Well, what would you prefer? Uh, dicey. <laughs> dicey. <laughs> Love Dicey. My wife calls me Dick Francis. <laughs> um, here's something for Erin from her sister Kelly and her brother-in-law Dan. Thank you for being a wonderful sister and a fantastic maid of honor. We hope you and your guests have a great time. 
at our wedding. That's nice. No creepy nickname. No, I like I like how sweet these messages these are. are. Fun. Yeah, you guys have the nicest fans. I'm, I hope that they feel that it's appropriate that it came in the middle <laughs> of this profoundly uh, vulgar program. Yeah, I think they're fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to sponsor any of our Maximum Fun podcasts, email Teresa, T-H-E-R-E-S-A, at MaximumFun.org. It works. Max Fun fans. Sure. Can you email Wifey at MaximumFun.org? <laughs> yeah, get it, get it, Wifey. <laughs> right now, she, she, might, she might not respond to you if you're out for a few hours. Right now, she's at the library twerking. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they close early on Saturday, so <laughs> they do. She should be. They do. Should be home at a decent hour. <laughs> and hey, how about this? Time is a wasting. The clock is a ticking. The days are short to buy your tickets for BoatParty.biz, the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival, as seen in this month's Wired magazine. Hey, now Jesse, I am, as you know. And a vowed fan of the dot biz mm-hmm. handle. I know. Mm-hmm. Have you talked about this at all yet? Why? Uh, why boat party dot biz? Well, the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival dot org uh-huh. seemed a little long. Yeah, and boring. Doesn't and sound boring. like a fun time sure. where Dull. I'm going to drink a lot of daiquiris and Dull. make some bad decisions. We had a st- <laughs> we had a staff meeting in the front room. We were kicking around names. They were all taken. I said, "What about boatparty.biz?" Just hit you like a bolt of lightning. Wow. It hit me like a fucking bolt of lightning that's made instead of being made out of electricity, it's made out of of a great fucking idea. Mm. Wonderful idea. It electrocuted me from my balls to my toes and from my balls to the top of my head, both directions. It hit me in my balls. <laughs> and when are, when are the dates on this again? <laughs> we're we're looking at September 12th through 16th, including including the night in Miami. Ooh. We are going to have a party in Miami. Invited guests include Will Smith. Wow. <laughs> and Gloria Estefan. Good. Miami and Sound Scarface. Machine. <laughs> Miami <laughs> Sound Machine is not invited. Just Gloria Estefan. Just Gloria Estefan. We don't want the competition. No. Basically, this party is going to be see, see who can bed Gloria Estefan. What about, if, what about if the cast of Burn Notice is shooting there? Can they come? Bruce Campbell can come. Okay. Who else is on the show? Burn Notice. Hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Dexter shoots there as well. Oh, Dexter, sure. Yeah. Dexter's on Burn Notice. Yeah. yeah. I say I, I think Dexter can come. He was great on Six Feet Under. Yeah. Uh, I we were doing a we were doing a sketch show at UCB once, and we noticed a very a very the audience was very weird. Like in it that it would um, they would laugh, you know. A couple seconds after the joke had been made, uh, and we were all kind of we all noticed this, and we found out later it was because Dexter was in the front row, and everyone was just making sure that Dexter was laughing. <laughs> and then once he laughed, they would laugh. That's how much respect Dexter commands, for sure. This guy's that guy. They call him the mayor of Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> they call him that. Is sure, that correct. Mayor of the Sunset Strip. The mayor of the Sunset Strip. Definitely mayor and, of improv comedy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the king of Miami Beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, Dexter, king of Miami. Anyway, we just added to the lineup a young man named Wyatt Sinek. Hey, oh wow! You probably, of course, know Wyatt for his time as a writer on King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. And for from his several guest appearances on the Flophouse podcast. Mm-hmm. Nowhere else. There you go. <laughs> These are the two things that Wyatt's known for. Only ways you would know Wyatt's an act, probably. Um, we have a f- totally amazing fucking lineup. John Darnielle of the Mountain Goats is going to be there rocking everybody's balls off. 
Nellie Mackay. I mean, come on. Mm. Have you guys ever seen Nellie Mackay? She's a charmer. Mm. She's a delight. She's going to play piano, sing some cute little songs. Where's she from originally? New York City. Yeah. She's a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. It's the Big Apple, yeah. Alex. But she's always in a hurry. She is always in a hurry. And she's a little brusque. Sure. It's because she's all business, though. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, she's hyper, She's an engine of commerce. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go to BoatParty.biz and get your tickets because uh, we've, only, we've only got a couple weeks of ticket sales left. So uh, do it now. Let's make this happen. we got hundreds of people coming to this fucking thing. It's going to be great. Hundreds. You know what Wired Magazine said? Might be fun. Wow. It's a ringing endorsement. That was the highest. That's that classic Wired Magazine hyperbole you hear Might so much fun. about. That was the highest rating they gave. We beat Weezer Cruise, which was in the middle of not fun Whoa. to might be fun. <laughs> well, that's, I, I would guess that Wired Magazine would be all over the Weezer Cruise. Uh, Apparently nope. they're not as good as you, huh? They're all over BoatParty.biz, my friend. That's great. BoatParty.biz. We'll be back in just a second. I'll turn it as a go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Alex Blagg, chort charmer. Great. There you go. He's back. The kid's back. What do you guys think about that one? Yeah. Chort charmer. Blag, blog, blag, blog, blag, blog, blag, blog. So good. I've been redeemed. Da 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 da. Blag, blog. Cake. Chort. Remember when he made that cake? I hate horses on the internet anymore, huh? No. Somehow, like, People that took it seriously and complained to Google, Google finally took it down in a pre-Edward Snowden mm. violation of privacy and Jordan, rights. Do you remember I Hate Horses? It was Alex's blog about how much he hated horses. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hate horses. <laughs> and you know what? What's more frustrating is people, other people since then have popped up with fake horse-hating blogs. Can you believe oh, that? No. Can you believe that of oh, all things boy. that you're going to plagiarize? A blog about hating horses... That's some bullshit. I think it's just the internet's ethos is that everything is meant to be reappropriated. Sure, sure. That it's an original idea if you decide to steal it. I hated horses first. I know. Hey, we know. Thanks a million culture studies. Yeah. (sighs) Thanks for contributing to the progression of the simulacrum. Ugh. Alex Blagg. Sorry. Probably I just should just go I should go on the Wayback Machine. Just to look at old archive.org <laughs> mm-hmm. versions of I Hate Horses. You have a hard copy. You have like hard com. copies though, right? You have I, like stapled I, Yeah, I went to Google Cache and printed out <laughs> what they had. God, I miss I Hate Horses. Me too. It's my favorite thing in the history of the internet. Yeah. Jesse I Hate Horses, Alex Blagg's. I, I think that's a little bit of hyperbole, but I will take it. I like The Onion a lot. Onion's great. That's right up there. And I would say... Um, Library twerking. Library twerking. I like the website sure. Zombo.com. Mm-hmm. This is... Hello, Zombo.com. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Zombo.com. <laughs> Remember when funny things on the internet were actually kind of funny? Yeah. 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 Well, you know. Anyway, when something momentous happens to you, we ask that you call us at 206-9844-FUN for our hit smash segment... Momentous occasions. Let's take a listen to our first call this week. Hi, Jordan and Jesse and guest. 
I don't know if that's a momentous occasion or a moment of shame, but after dealing with the awful breakup of a five-year relationship, I was walking home drunk from a friend's place, and about five minutes into my walk home, uh, a man in a truck tried to kidnap me. Um, after he passed me a couple times, he parked his car away from where I could see and got out and tried to corner me and bring me into his truck. And I was able to run away and get into my house. And a week later, I found out the, the truck with the exact same description tried to kidnap a 13-year-old boy. So I don't know if this means I'm lucky or I just look 12. Anyway, love the show. Thought you guys should know that. Wow! I know. What part Uh, of Canada are you in, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that kind of stuff went down in Canada. Pretty sure he's in the washroom. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Holy moly. Do you think it was Pierre Trudeau? I mean, Former Canadian Prime Minister. It's either him or Rick Baranis. <laughs> I don't know who else it could be. It's only two options. Oh, my wow. goodness yeah. gracious. I wonder... I wonder... To I be wonder... Fair, Martin Short might be in town to host him. Canada's Got Talent. <laughs> That's true. I wonder what you do when you kidnap... I mean, I'm guessing this guy, you know, five-year relationship, old enough to drink. I mean, I'm I'm sensing mid-20s. Yeah. What do you do when you kidnap someone in their mid-20s? And it's a dude in their mid-20s. Right. A grown man. A grown dude. What do you do when you kidnap a grown man? Sure. Probably going to be a dungeon situation because... got to figure dunge. Because he can... Got to go dunge. He's big enough, he's probably going to be able to put up a fight. You're going to have to subdue him in your weird dungeon. Mm -hmm. I get the weird impression that that he, like, didn't report this. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I get the weird impression he <laughs> shouldn't. Do well, it. I mean, he said though the uh, cream I had. That yeah, I, like what? That seems that's one of the most horrible things that could ever happen to you, sir. I, I mean, yeah. it sounds like I mean, it sounds like this guy, you know, at at some point was after somebody underage. But I mean, for the safety of the other twenty five year old dudes in your neighborhood. Think of them. They're coming back from improv class. They're sure. coming back from bar trivia. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say your second one so I could say bar trivia. trivia. Yeah, do you have a third one? No, all it was pub quiz. Oh, yeah. Hockey practice? I don't know. Yeah, it's Canada. Okay. Yeah, probably hockey so, yeah, practice. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, you know, and you want them to be able to walk back from those activities in peace. You owe it to the other dudes in the neighborhood. Do you think he should organize a, a drunk 25-year-old dude's take-back-the-night situation? Oh, yeah, like everybody puts on their best hoodie. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, you go out. Gets pretty plastered. Gets pretty plastered. Maybe you get... It uh, just kicks the shit out of any trucks they see. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. I mean, I I hope that you shared this with us because you wanted us to be have an inappropriate amount of levity about it. Right. Something <laughs> this was... is horrible. Yeah, right? This is the scariest shit I've ever heard in my life. I've been present for shootings. <laughs> this sounds significantly scarier than that. Is there any chance... I mean, he did say that he had been drinking a lot. Is there any chance this could have been a mistake? Conf- uh, like a policeman. I don't know. Some kind of. It could have been a policeman. Something else like a, was going a on. A polite Canadian policeman who just gave up. Yeah. After he yeah. couldn't I rally the guy. You're driving. You know, it's late at night. You're in your truck. Mm-hmm. Some 
you know, young man reeling from a breakup who's had too much to drink yeah. is stumbling down the road. You might want to stop and make sure they're like, okay. You can you know? see the broken heart on it. Yeah. Like he's wearing it on his sleeve. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that could be. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do know that Canadian policemen or Mounties, I mean, they not only enforce laws, but they also concern themselves with matters of the heart. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> if it was truly just a concerned passerby... That would explain how Rick Moranis got himself involved in something like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that, totally. Oh, do you think it could have been one of the bare naked ladies? <laughs> like the one who had the cocaine problem? Maybe he sees other guys, other young guys who are, you know, who may, might be having problems with substance abuse. And he wants to kidnap them and just, sell them for I cocaine want, money. I want to believe the guy from Bare Naked Ladies is out in a truck. Just, like, <laughs> just cruising. Cruising. For, like policing the streets of Canada. Well, I think, other... I mean, and I, I, I you know. Uh, please don't correct me if I'm wrong, Internet, but if I'm remembering my bare naked lady's history, okay, the, the cocaine guy got kicked out of the band. Maybe he's just grabbing fun-looking guys, <laughs> teaching them how to play the stand-up bass. Uh, if I you know. had a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the kidnap note. Yeah, I, have, <laughs> that's, uh, I have a new that's written in magazine clippings. The ransom note. <laughs> this is a really fun, whimsical <laughs> ransom note. I, I have an idea as to who it might be. Hmm. It's one of the members of the band Moxie Fruvis, hmm. who's not Q host Jean Gameshi. <laughs> What's any of that? Yeah. <laughs> so some Canadian stuff. Cool. Right now, that... some fucking Canadians are flipping out. They're enjoying this as much as they might enjoy a favorite episode of the Royal Canadian Air Farce. <laughs> <laughs> sure. A Sum 41 concert. <laughs> they are losing their shit like they were watching Corner Gas right now. <laughs> 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 they just leapt three meters in the air. <laughs> Speaking of Canadians, did, sure. did, I don't know if you noticed this on our on our forum just the other day, but our friend Dave Shumka from Stop Podcasting Yourself, our sister podcast mm-hmm. on the funny guy. Fun Network. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of the funniest Real guys. Real funny guy. Real funny guy. I mean... When you're talking about people who might compete with him, you're going to have to go with what? Graham Clark, basically. You know sure. what, Jesse? That's... Good Twitter, too. Oh, Real good Twitter. good Twitter. Dave Shumka is a master tweeter. Mm-hmm. I like Graham Clark's Twitter, too. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> They're fun. It's a little more slapdash. <laughs> fun in different ways. It's distinctly slapdash. No, Dave Shumka's is a carefully crafted Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. Graham Clark is just a phrase he thought of on the bus. <laughs> but they are both primo. Yeah, very good. Okay, anyway, my point is, Dave Shrimka, he gave you 100% permission for Tyrese news. This week in Tyrese. Oh, ter- oh if I, if I would have known, I would have thought of some more Tyrese news or like looked up what he was well, doing. Yeah, you don't just think of it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, what I would that's like not, Tyrese to be up to. That's not how news works. <laughs> well, that would be the a newspaper nice twist. Just, that's just things that reporters thought of, right? Do you think that would be a nice twist on the news model? They're looking for new models sure. yeah, in yeah. journalism. Theoretical Tyrese news. Yeah. What if... What if some of these newspapers that are going out of business, San Francisco Examiner or what have you, what if they just went full on stuff we think Tyrese might be doing? Well, I don't want to be accused of yellow Tyrese journalism. (laughs) (laughs) Just the the front page says, see do? Question mark. It just has an artist's vision of what it might be like if Tyrese was writing a scene right now. Drunk on a zip line? (laughs) Canadian kidnapping? Well, how about this? How about after this segment, before the outro segment, I'll 
I'll just do a quick internet search for Tyrese Gibson, see what comes up, and okay. we'll we'll get this going. Fantastic. Let's let's take our next call. Uh, Jordan, Jesse, uh, possible guest. Um, this is Ed from Memphis. Uh, I was just listening to your show, and uh, Jordan was talking about the television program Strange Sex. And uh, I recall the moment that happened uh, a few weeks ago uh, where I was actually doing the same thing that Jordan was doing and uh, trying to plow through the Strange Sex uh, catalog. And I got to the episode about genital piercings and the nice couple who enjoy having their junk pierced. Uh, The woman in that relationship was my high school sweetheart, and I have not seen her in 20 years. The first time that I have seen her... Uh, was on television describing how she enjoyed her uh, longtime boyfriend's staple cock. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's good to know she's happy. Yeah, right? She looks good. She looks good. She really looks she good. She looks, she seems like she's really, she's she found, looks good. She's found a place in the world. Mm-hmm. That's what's important. At the end of the day... You want your high school girlfriend to have found a place in the world. Sure. You don't want her to be a lost soul. I mean, I would be bummed. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I kind of, I'm maybe inferring a lot from his voice, but I mean, it seems like there was a situation where he wanted to get his cock stapled and she wouldn't <laughs> let him. Yeah, well, I mean. 10 years later. It was a very, 20 years later. It was a okay. very different world yeah. in 1993 when mm-hmm. it came to high school and high school girlfriends. You had to consider, of course, they were both members of Young Life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you Sugar to... Ray? <laughs> they were both members of Sugar <laughs> Ray. <laughs> they were in Sugar Ray. Mark McGrath didn't want anyone showing him up. Right, with a stapled cock. <laughs> Can you imagine just how upset Mark McGrath would be if at the Sugar Ray show, just as they're, they're climaxing the program with I Just Want to Fly, <laughs> the hit song from Sugar Ray, just his bassist just took out his stapled cock. Yeah. And his drummer just showed her pierced labia. Yeah. And they're like, get a load of this shit! I've been boom, no one's paying attention to the chill grooves. Yeah. I don't think anyone would have a problem with it, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the ideal scenario to see that happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Second Sugar Ray Encore. You don't think they're going to do it. Boom. Fly. Awesome. You know, at Check one out of, these pierced wangs. At one of Sugar Ray's... And Lady Wang. ...annual Burning Man shows. I think we're going to see that. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if if Sugar Ray just did a did an annual concert on top of an art car driving around Burning Man? God, that would be so awesome. I would, yeah, I would love it if like county fair nostalgia bands are like, we need to get in on this Burning Man scene. This is what Kickstarter's for, right? Yeah, creative project. My creative project is let's get a fucking let's send Incubus to Burning Man. <laughs> What's Papa Roach doing anyway? Yeah, right. Who knows. Yeah. Something covered in Legos. I bet there's a little bit of like a, I don't know, like nobody is, like nobody is good at sex in high school. Right. So it must be a bummer to like see like, oh, my sec- my high school girlfriend has become sexually outrageous. Like when would you have appreciated that more than in high school is if you had a sexually outrageous girlfriend? No, I mean, I guess amazing. I don't mean specifically like about piercings because I mean, I think anybody, you know. Anyway, I mean, you could take or leave that. Cock is stapled these days. Sure, mm-hmm. right. High oh, hum. Wise. Mm-hmm. But you, you got to think it's if they're into sexting things. If they're yeah. into genital piercing, they're probably into other cool sex stuff too. Yeah, yeah. I bet it's talking about it. SPPs. Yeah, 
Wait, SSPs? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm just going with it. Talking about the S&P? Yeah, the S&P. The A&W. <laughs> Talking about the SNL scandal? Yeah. <laughs> SNL auditions. <laughs> Arms for hostages? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so I bet that is a bummer to see, like, someone who you ha- probably had, like, awkward teen sex with be, like, sexually assured. Just right. do something sexually amazing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like suspend yourself by your, you know, pierced clitoris or something. There's this part in the uh, – I, I, I just we, I just interviewed our friend Nathan Rabin, uh, formerly of the AV Club, uh, now of the new Pitchfork film site that's about to debut. Mm. And uh, Nathan has a book about about uh, becoming – going to the Gathering of the Juggalos, becoming a fan of the Insane Clown Posse and going to fish concerts. And one of the things that happens at the Gathering of the Juggalos is there's a man named Dick Tricks – who's funds his trips to the gathering of the juggalos by telling people, well, first of all, he walks around with no pants Mm -hmm. and under no underpants. And he just walks around and tells people, if you have a bill, I'll put it in my dick. Wow. Hmm. And not like phone bills. Like, wait, (laughs) his dick hole. Yeah. Wow. And he puts the bill in his dick hole. Here's the thing. He puts the bill into his dick hole and then he offers it back. They're not going to take it back. It's been in his dick. Ugh. Even 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 once, but you know, dickhole money. Oh, I feel like I've got a mouthful of cracker jack. Dickhole money spends just as good as any other money. Sure, yeah, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to tell the guy at Drug Bridge. Yeah, the Drug Bridge, and we're buying some Molly. Yeah, does he do it with ones? He'll do it with ones. He'll do it with fives. Oh. All the all the bills are the same size, but he's willing to do it with a one. I bet he's. Super bummed when the guy comes along who's doing it for coins. <laughs> the guy's shoving pennies up there. Yeah, well, Susan B. You've been undersold. <laughs> Sacagaweas. John F. Kennedy half dollars. Yeah. There's a Canadian guy who's doing it for loonies. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Alex Blagg, text man. <laughs> uh, I like it. Um, I like text man. Uh, that's not a good one. No, it's good. It's that's good. It's a good lot one. of fun. It's a lot I of fun. Hey. Text man. Tyrese News? It's a Tyrese news. It's a Tyrese news. It's a Tyrese news. It's a Tyrese news. <laughs> so, uh, I did not. I did not find any any news explicitly about Tyrese. But this is just kind of the first thing that came up when I put Tyrese news into a search engine. Bing. Right. So what you're saying is that rather than prepare for this segment, you just type Tyrese into Bing. Yes. And you're reading the first words that came out of Bing after you type Tyrese. Not even using Google. Yeah. Well, I mean, you You're know, really you could be using DuckDuckGo. Yeah. <laughs> I should be using DuckDuckGo. Apparently, Fast Six, mm-hmm. the movie featuring Tyrese, and Star Trek Into Darkness are the first films this year to pass $200 million at the box office. Wow. Yeah. Job. Well, congratulations to Tyrese Gibson mm-hmm. and Benedict Cumberbatch. The kings of the box office. <laughs> right. Here's hoping we'll see those two team up. <laughs> I think that's what the fans want. They want like a beautiful, charismatic male model slash R&B singer to team up with 
a beautiful, a weird autistic guy. <laughs> Just kidding. He's not really autistic. He just plays yeah. autistic characters. He right. plays those characters. He's actually quite, But he is beautiful and charismatic. Quite emotive. Oh, okay. When he was on, when he was on Bullseye, I found he was emoting. quite emotive. Oh, okay. We're going to get emails from the Cumber Bitches, by the way. No, boy. Uh-oh. That's a uh, legion of women who want to F Cumber B. Of which I am one. Oh, no! Uh, <laughs> This has all been a all been a sting, a cumberbitch sting operation. I have an infiltrate important, our ranks. I have an important announcement. Hmm. We love it when people tweet with the hashtag JJGo. Sure. We love to encourage people to tweet with the hashtag JJGo. For a long time, of course, we had. Uh, you should call him JJ Gobrams. <laughs> Just kidding. No, you shouldn't. Probably shouldn't. Call Carry him on. That. JJ Gooches. <laughs> um, and uh, I want to bring back tweet of the week. I think we should tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. This is my pick for tweet of the week. Free T-shirt, by the way, to whoever we pick as tweet of the week. It's uh, at AJDS. Mm-hmm. It's a young man named Adam lives in the Pacific Northwest, if I'm not mistaken. I think Fun. We, we met him before. Fun. We met this guy before, right? Yeah. Met him at that uh, bar with the uh, video games in it. Sure. Pinball machines? Yeah. Something like that. Pinball bar. Pin bar. Yeah. <laughs> Pin bar of Seattle. <laughs> sure. The Seattle. pin bar at Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, clear eyes, full short, can't lose. Oh, I like that. Like it. I like that. Like we were talking it. about fictional football off mic. Yep. Clear that eyes. That goes into that. Full short, can't lose. I we Brian has chosen a, a few runners up. So thanks at intern around at tiny ninjas and at Hosophy. Mm-hmm. Good work. Not good enough. <laughs> Try again next week. Kind of not good. Yeah. I like, you know, sometimes we'll just pick some shit. I think sometimes we should pick a tweet of the week that's just as sincere. You should you should check out Jordan Jesse Go. That's nice. Yeah, because yeah, we don't want to, yeah, I mean, you know, we. I think we all love seeing in-jokes, yeah. deep mm-hmm. cuts. Mm-hmm. Probably but, doesn't do a lot for the listenership. Yeah. That's just going to confuse your friends from high school who sure. follow you on Twitter. And that's the people we're trying to reach here. Yeah. Your friends from high school would love this show. Even yeah. if they're weird and racist. Okay, at AJDS, mm-hmm. send an email to Jennifer at MaximumFun.org. Tell her your uh, mailing address and your uh, T-shirt size. Air on this, uh, air one size larger if you're halfway in between. We're talking about a, a slim-fitting unisex tee. It's got to shrink in the wash. And we'll send you a T-shirt. Great. That's how the fuck we do it. We're generous like that. Hey, Black Blog, you want a fucking T-shirt? I love T-shirts. Let's do this. I, I have a funny story, Go by the way. Go to com. Um, I will. I will. <laughs> I have. I will again. Uh, but I recently, um, I moved, well, I moved apartments and, but I, I guess apparently on, cause I donate to, to some of the shows too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys sent some generous gift as you guys often do. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but I apparently have not updated my address. And mm-hmm. so my old apartment is on the West side in Venice and my landlord, who still lives in the building, uh, recently texted me. I haven't heard from him in like two years. And he's like, uh, you got some mail here, a package. Uh, do you want to come get it? And I'm like, oh, it's a long way. A little way. bit of a haul. A little bit of a haul. A little bit of a haul. A little bit of a haul from Los Angeles to Venice. So I had him open it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was from you guys. Mm-hmm. And it was... Uh, Seed bombs? Yes. It was, <laughs> and it was just like trying to explain to him what that was and why I was receiving it was fun. 
First of all, maximum. Fun. I'm an eco terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there. I think sure. he legit thought I was like getting weird drugs, like shipped from <laughs> Venezuela. To, Jesse, that was to just to, to taunt your enemy, Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> Suck on this, Planet. <laughs> now to start poaching. Alex, it's been he a... could only Captain Planet only fought like two kinds of guys, like ocean dumpers and poachers. <laughs> like he had to go back and forth each week. Uh, Alex, it's been a delight to have you on the program. Jesse, Jordan, it's always a delight to be here. Next time I'm going to come with a very long list of nicknames, I promise. I think you did good. I will bring I my think you did shit good. I think you did good. tight next time. I think people will enjoy following you on Twitter mm-hmm. and sure. on Tumblog. Yeah, absolutely. We're great places where we're real repositories of internet fun, jokes and japes. You do a lot of great work there. You've got quite the following. Yeah. Thank you. So I think they'll enjoy that. And uh, you're also a producer on this uh, Chris Hardwick television program coming yes. on Comedy Central. I think people will enjoy that with our friend Chris Hardwick. Yeah. At Midnight starts in – it's called at – like the at symbol Midnight starts mm. in the fall. Now, why would you use the at symbol? Well, my idea was the hashtag. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is a nice, clean name. The show will be on at Midnight and it's following uh, Mr. Stephen Colbert. And then uh, – so just – it's social media-related comedy. Have you considered uh, Spanish language question mark midnight? <laughs> mm, at regular midnight. At, at yeah. medianoche. Medianoche. That's a pretty good idea. Maybe if we can sell the foreign rights. Well, it would be a question, so it would be more like medianoche. Uh, medianoche. <laughs> That's a great note. Uh, Con medianoche. Uh, medianoche. Si. Sold. Si. Si. Medianoche. Si. A medio noche con Chris Hardwick. That's the limbo song. Why would you associate Chris Hardwick with limboing? Because he can go so low. He can go very low. He can go very low. He's got a great physique, Chris Hardwick. Very nice physique. Really, that guy exercises so many pecs on pecs. That guy does a lot of exercising. Yeah, I think he does. That's what I think. What do you think? Push-ups? I don't know. I actually don't know how he does anything because he works constantly. I think it probably is gets on a elliptical. Yeah, it's probably got a. He's probably got a treadmill desk. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know, and he's just and then he's just got that electro stim. Yeah, makes your nipples go. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the end of the day, you got a six pack. Yeah. yeah, like 50, a Tyrese quality six pack. Like Fifty Cent, that one video where uh, Eminem and Dr. Dre are building him into the Super Soldier. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. That's Chris Hardwick. Yeah, you know Chris Hardwick sort of reminds you of Fifty Cent all the time. I'm sitting there looking at him. I'm like, you are just like Fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think Chris Hardwick will have his own video game? Should probably will. Where he'll go into bullet time. Mm-hmm. I think that happened in the 50 Cent game. He goes into bullet time. Wait, there was a 50 Cent game? There's two of them. There's a sequel. <laughs> what? One where he goes to the Middle East and kills terrorists. Wow. I think he goes into bullet time. Wow. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. It's like a Tom It's Clancy's... called like Blood and Sand or something. Not Blood and Sand, but it's called like Blood on the Sand. One question. What is he wearing in the game? I think a wife, Peter. <laughs> yes, I, I could be it. wrong. I knew it. Just Camouflage smoking. wife, Peter? Oh, like it might do-rag. be a white beater in camo pants. I yeah. don't know specifically. And a do-rag. Is it called 50 Cent colon Blood on the Sand? Should we see? I wanna, or should is we it just... available on the Xbox 360? I mean, I hope so. I, I should it. hope it's on next-gen consoles. I want to play it. Okay. Xbox One? Hold on. Yeah, Xbox One. Here, I'll look up 50. <laughs> they're going to port it, right? Yeah, they're going to port it. I'll have some bonus content. I'll have some boner content. Yep. 
50 okay. Cent, Blood on the Sand. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. Look at him. Oh, He's Brian, so okay. upset. He's it is wearing, called Blood on the Sand. He's wearing a wife beater, and then on top of that, his oh, signature yeah, bulletproof vest. I like I like the idea that like the problem with the Middle East is we just haven't sent Fifty Cent over there yet. <laughs> <laughs> like in this world, he could fix gonna it. Roid rage his way through that shit. Yeah, he's going to use his trademark acid wit on them. <laughs> Do you think like he, they asked him to be in Def Jam fight for NY, and he's just like, no, I'm getting my own game. God. <laughs> I, I love that. I had Def Jam something before Fight for NY. I had the first one. Yeah. And uh, it's really fun to be rappers fighting each other. Sure. I mean, just... It's like Mortal Kombat style fighting? Imagine if... There's that... one that's a wrestling game, and then there's one like Tekken. Okay. So they changed the style of it. Yeah, the wrestling is the one that I had. Yeah. I- imagine if, like, Fat Mike... That's a guy from, like, No Effects or something, Sure, right? yes. And... You know, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Imagine if you could have a game where they fight each other. I mean, great. that seems really fun, right? That'd be great. Like, yeah, sure. That's, that's what that Def Jam Gwen game Stefani was to would me. be like Chun Li. She would be, yeah. you know, wiry and fast. It, it would just be people from the 90s fighting. They don't even have to be consigned <laughs> to music. Just sure. anything. Just anything. Mr. Belding? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I sure. mean, like, we're joking here, but that would no shit. Be a giant hit, <laughs> Jeff Kalulu. Yes, yes, <laughs> Jeff Kalulu. Just kneecapping Man who mangled everybody. Tanya Harding. Yeah. Or, sorry, Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, and Tanya Harding was also in it. I think that'd be great. No, it would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, seven from Blossom. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Six of seven. She was an android. <laughs> the Prince song seven. Mm-hmm. Taking on. These are all yeah. things that could be in the video game. Fucking well, we've shit. learned a lot. We've laughed a lot. Mm -hmm. It's been Mm -hmm. a lot of fun. Thank you, Alex Black, for joining us on the program. Thank you for having me. Hey, review the show in iTunes. Go to your iTunes right now. Yeah. Review that shit. Mm -hmm. That'll be fun. Let's get a flood of fucking reviews and go to the top of the charts. I would even suggest a review. Five stars, full chorts. Mm. That's all you got to do. All Mm -hmm. you got to do. Five stars, full chort, can't lose. That's it. Boom. Done. Slogan. We wrote it for you. Hashtag it. Is, do you think hashtag full short's probably going to be part of At Midnight, right? Yeah, absolutely. It'll be trending every episode of At Midnight. Right. So you're going to put a little graphic, a little Chiron at the bottom yes. of the screen that says hashtag full short. Absolutely. At, 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 at midnight. midnight, hashtag, hashtag full, full shorts. Did you score the Twitter handle At Midnight yet? We did. Hardwick nice. Did. Hardwick picked that nice. bad boy up. Yeah. You know, because Hardwick's got connections. He does. He, Hardwick, apparently somebody was squatting on it, and Hardwick was just like was able to wave his magic. Hardwick, yeah, got, me, I think Hardwick got me at Bullseye. Really? Yeah. I sent Hardwick an email. I said, look, I know you're in the secret Twitter club. You're friends with all those mega rich nerds. Can you pull some Make strings for me? Make some guy, happen. Some yeah. guy had, had uh, booked it but never used it. Hardwick is part of the Twitter Illuminati. <laughs> Do you think that um, – you know how like every commercial – and, like, every TV show has a little hashtag on there to, con- like, most people don't know what Twitter is in the world. Yeah. Right. Do you think grandmas think you can call it on the phone? <laughs> yes. Like, if you just push pound? Yeah. I, sure I do. Well, I don't want to share this anecdote because it's probably too long for the, we're, we're kind of going out here, but I'll tell you guys off cam, off Mike. Off cam. Off camera. This is fucked up what you're doing. To I, I, Come on. Let's, I, I, I'll hear it. I'll hear it. I'll stick okay. around. Jesse, okay. will you stick around? Okay. I'll be here. I'll, be, I'll, I'll try to How about be this? as brief as possible. If you're out of time... This is the end of the show. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. MaximumFun.org, Sunny D on the boards, our theme music, Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. You can email us at jjgo at MaximumFun.org and call us at 206-984-4FUN.
this so this is like a post credits thing. Yeah, this is where you ask us to join the Avengers. Bonus content. <laughs> this is penalty minutes. Yeah. yeah, you never know when it's going to end. Sure, <laughs> a lot of pressure to make this good. Now, no, no, go but, on, just uh, do it. Like it was done. Okay, so I was working for this uh, this very high power lady in show business, mm-hmm. and also uh, a physically large. Uh, woman, Streep, uh, Roseanne, Streep, a big lady, and very kind of powerful producer, and uh, she. Um, it's a showbiz fat, so. <laughs> <laughs> and so, it, it, was a, <laughs> it was a few years. She ago. is a firecracker, <laughs> Ms. Fat. <laughs> It's Ms. Fatso. Ms. Fatso. Uh, it was a few years ago uh, as Twitter was just becoming a big thing and, and a lot of the younger people in the uh, office such as myself would be, you know, kind of our job, part of our job was to keep her abreast of stuff that was going mm-hmm. on. So Twitter was one thing that people were talking about a lot. And the other thing people were talking about were like the uh, the food truck craze that was sure. kind of happening sure. and all the like crazy, you know, Kogi Korean tacos that you could get in these food trucks. And, uh, and that a lot of those taco trucks were on Twitter. And so... <laughs> One day, uh, my boss had joined Twitter, (laughs) and her first tweet uh, was just, Andy, where are the tacos? <laughs> she, did, she didn't know how Twitter works. She thought she would just get on there and tweet out where the tacos, and somebody would tell her where the delicious Korean taco truck was. Wow. She thought it was like a text-based adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just type uh, in command. Yeah. I just thought that was the Are greatest. the tacos in the ice cave, or are they in... The pirate's safe. I'm on Twitter now. Where are the tacos? Just type in <laughs> bring al pastor. <laughs> bring al pastor. Side of chips. Uh, I love that. Well, that was a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed your bonus segment mm-hmm. on this week's Jordan Jesse Go. We'll talk to you next time. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.